Today on the Italian Radio Show, special guest Fred Racky talks about Harry James and Sinatra, plus food, music, and wacky news from Italy. All this and more coming right up on West Coast Italian Radio. Hello, folks, and welcome to the West Coast Italian Radio Network, bringing you the Italian Radio Show. My name is Tony Lestella. I'm here today with my lovely co-host from Italy, Marzia Caputo. Buon pomeriggio. Hey, Tony, how you, you doing? Marzia, you know, you having fun? You know? <laughs> oh, always. Every always, Monday. I always have fun on a Monday. It's my, like, my day off, typically. So mm-hmm. I start the day off just the way you should with right? a couple of Bloody Marys, you know? Oh, It's your breakfast. Great. There you go. The breakfast Lucky of me. champions, you know? <laughs> and, you know, and speaking of, mm. like, guys who were, you know, back in the Rat Pack, that was, like, my favorite, I think, era. I know. And the entire time of entertainment. Why? They were drinking? They were drinking. They were having lots of fun. They had the most beautiful women in the world. They sang some of the most yes, iconic music. And the guy who was right in the middle of it is Fred Radke, uh-huh. who is our guest today. Fred Radke is also, you know, when Harry James passed away. He took over the band. Now, Fred Radke is the leader of the Harry James band. He played trumpet for Sinatra, right, oh. Fred? Yes, that one night I did. Oh. All right. Well, we're very glad to have you on the show. We're we very, need to very hear honored. all about that. We're going to hear all <laughs> about that. Folks, if you'd like to uh, listen, uh, well, if you're listening to us live, <laughs> you're listening to us on 1150 AM KKNW in the greater Puget Sound area, or on the internet, you can catch us live or 24-7 at WCIR.biz. Just remember the acronym, West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz. You can hear the show now, or you can hear it 24-7, both today's show and any past broadcast. And for those of you who want to call in and, you know, mm-hmm. give Marcy a hard time today. Please her do. telephone number is 425-373-5527. 425-373-5527. I think uh, we should get right into it. Oh, right into it. Let's do this. Un pezzo di Italia in the Northwest, some mm-hmm. of Italian news you know, when you're looking at Italian news, a lot of this stuff is weirder than right. fiction. The facts are truly weirder and than fiction. And some things are interesting, okay? They're right. really good to know. So why not? There how you go. we develop things, new stuff. Here, it's falling the microphone pretty So soon. how did you develop this story? <laughs> Tell me. Well, this one, I think it was really interesting because I think, look at that. Again, Italian invented something new. All right. And okay. this comes to, to us the from local. the local. It was last week. Okay. So, and they say that um, how Italian farmer found a better way to grow tomatoes without soil. Without soil. Okay, Can you believe it? Right. Oh, come on. Okay. Because normally that's why you grow, you know, in Italy you grow tomatoes because of the soil. Fred, sorry for my English. I know. It's really, I'm getting there. That's why it's Italian radio. Anyway, and uh, um, what are the, um, <laughs> yeah, I right. start saying something Growing else. Growing tomatoes I without <laughs> soil. I know. Yeah. I see Fred. I'm getting nervous you're when you tell me breath play away, Fred. You got to tone it down. Here. <laughs> well, sorry. I we didn't s- think that she, she was speaking funny. Know, she's she's uh, speaking with her hands. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you better there watch you go, out. You, you know? can risk your yeah. life. Yeah. No, I'm really nervous when he say about he play. Sorry, he played with Frank Sinatra. Now look yeah. at me. I'm blushing. Come on now. You know what I mean? It's really nice to hear that. All right. All so, right. So okay. Uh, what happened? It called um, the place is called Hydroponics. Okay, that is the name. Okay. okay, it's a farm in Tuscany. Yeah, and it's producing vegetables. They don't rely on low-paid labor, and uh, use less water. You okay. that don't need pesticide, and they claim they taste even better. They taste better. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Can All you right. believe that? The tomatoes. Okay. So how do they do oh, this? What do well, they, do? they say that. Uh, so the let's make clear. The tomato is priced around the world. You right, know what? Right. Exactly. Okay. Uh, the but its the reputation has um, how to say sour soured. Soured. That's right? Yeah. The in the recent years, over report of mafia infiltration, which I didn't know about. This. The mafias get into the tomato business. Hey, it's figure. not like well. Let's. I knew they were in the olive oil well, business. Absolutely. I saw Godfather. What? They're over there too. <laughs> you know, tomato is yeah. like a drug. We are addicted. Italian people will love that. So anyway, it makes sense. And slave labor, like antarctic fires, the poison water source, that's the problem they was having. So Southern Europe, biggest hydroponics farm, it's how to change all that by growing pesticide-free crops in, I say, environmentally friendly greenhouses and getting bees to do their hard work. Uh-huh. So let me explain. You're getting the bees to do the hard work. Right. So the hydroponics is a method of growing plants without soil using water. Fortified with mineral nutrients and oxygen instead. That's okay. instead. That's it. What they use for All now. Right. Okay. So Luigi is the owner. It's a farm produce um, kilogram of tomato and lettuce. He do all that right, using right. just two. He use let's, that's the number would make you understand that two liters of water compared to seventy five in the field. He uh-huh. said that's wow. a big difference. Yeah, big huge difference. And those two liters over ninety percent. Listen up, is collected rainwater. Uh-huh. There's really big safer, that too. Uh, so you rely on natural bacteria, control pests and disease, and a few plants that need to be treated chemically are separate and the fruit destroyed too. So they use bumblebees to pollinate the flower and they release a series of insect predators to combat the insect and that's a blah, blah, blah. So he tried to do this and he hoped to grow more veggie. So if you look at the picture, it looked like, um, you know, the plastic tube that you, yeah, we yeah, have? Yeah. It looked like that. So that's and where the roots are in that tube, or what do they do, you that, know? That's it. And they, I don't know exactly, but that's how they talk about They use just the rain and water. They don't need dirt. It's like almost like they do it here in America. I saw the tomato hanging upside yeah, down yeah, yeah. in the plane. I've seen I, that, too. They were like people in New York when they got the balcony plants and stuff like I that, I think right? it's something like that, but without dirt. They just use the roots, and they got this plastic thing tube, and that's all, simple. Well, I tell you, we had a hell of a time this year with our tomatoes. Okay, so normally every year, so we get tomatoes, we buy tomatoes locally, but we also import tomatoes. We get the San uh, Moreno tomatoes, you know, from Mm -hmm. um, down there, you know. And this year, none of our Italian tomatoes we imported did. They were terrible. They didn't grow. I mean, our tomatoes are growing to beat the band, but those tomatoes, I we I even bought my my wife a greenhouse Mm. about the size of the studio. Okay. I saw that. You saw when you're at my house, mm-hmm. right? And I thought, okay, because, you know, the problem every year is about September, when you start getting a lot of fruit, the weather changes. And right. then, you know, you lose all the, the, they're all green, right? Right. So, okay, we'll stick them in there, but now nah, they did terrible. But they I did do terrible. believe tomato, all the vegetables, like I say, you want to, the, the test is like, seems stored like the grapes. They have to be the dirt. So the dirt, the dirt make the, the flavor Yeah, but this the guy difference. says there's no, so dirt, no dirt. And no. that's why I'm so, curious exactly. to try. Next time we're yeah. in Italy, I want to try this. Is this supposed to taste better? What does that's say, what you know? they say. I'm really curious. So, you know, good. So what we have to get, we have to look at how we can get some of those. And we'll bring, bring them in. We'll, we'll have a, t- a taste test on the air. We hey, who go first in Italy, bring it back. Yeah, I'm going to be in Italy next Then bring next it back. Month. I'll see if I can look that up. All right, so now we're going to go to another story. Oh, yes. So, Fred, you know, I'm a big at one. One of the things that I loved about that whole rap pack thing is, you know, these guys 
Martin always have a martini in his hand, and Sinatra always have a glass of Jack Daniels here, right? Exactly, right? (laughs) So here's a story from Italy that kind of, you know, puts another perspective on this. This man was accidentally charged 67,689 euros for a $6.76 glass of beer. What did he do? This comes from UPS, came out. Uh, September 6, 2019, a tourist in Napoli was accidentally charged 67,689 euros for a beer mm-hmm. that was supposed to cost 676, okay? The a- accident happened on Sunday while he was visiting a bar near near the San Carlo Opera House in Napoli, okay? So he posted on his Twitter, of course, see this beer, it's the most expensive beer in history, okay? Um... You know, the, the the whole thing with the management, the management first of all said to him, well, look, you know, I don't know, the guy must have, whoever was putting his thing, must have entered it wrong. You know, everything is computerized now, right? So first of all, the management said, don't worry about it, such a big thing, it probably will never go through, right? Uh-huh. So, Uh-oh. however, no the way. money was taken out of his bank account a couple Uh-oh. of, th- who has $67,000 in your, you know. Do we have the name of the per guy? Exactly, <laughs> I mean, you know, keeping an account like that, right, okay? Uh, and, of course, the bank says it's going to take, like, a couple of weeks to get the money back, back. You know, yes. And they take it out right away, okay? Anyway, the bar was a blunder, obviously, and everybody's laughing about it. Um, the bar manager says, they hope the guy comes back soon. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding, you know. Uh, next time, they, they give him a drink on the house. Yeah, I hope drink so, yeah. I would say yeah. so. Yeah, <laughs> Can you believe that? Wow. You're traveling, you're having a good time on your vacation. And then they take $67,000 out of you. That must have been a hell of an overdraft. (laughs) I know. But it happened often, I tell you. It happened to me again, ATM in down south. I remember I clicked $40, and somehow it was right when I left. I checked my bank account after a couple days. It's $400. I didn't take four hundred. I did forty. Exactly. I, exactly. I would have to back. So people back. sometimes they hit the wrong button. They you know. And they give you back. No problem. It take you a week. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> take it out right now. I always wondered about that. I know. So now you know. Let's talk real quick mm. here. We only have about a minute before we go to commercial. Yes. We had some great Italian events mm. uh, that we did over the last couple of weeks. We had first of all on September first last Sunday was. Um, Italy at the races down at the Emerald oh, yes. Downs racetrack. It's always a blast. Yes. And this year was no exception. They had a huge crowd down there. They had all the Italian booths set it up. It was packed. Bocce. We, the mm-hmm. band, the, Tony the Goombas, we played all day long. Um, it was just a lot of fun. The weather was perfect. Perfect weather. It was, weather. Hot, it was Although I had to say, the what? first hour we played, because we started playing at 1. Oh, yeah, you did. The first two hours, from 1 till about 3, we're dying. Because yes. that sun is hitting us. We're just praying for that shadow <laughs> of the building, the sun to get a little more to the west so the shadow oh, comes you're right. over the I was walking area. under the shade. Yeah, you're we're right. we're dying <laughs> the first two hours of playing. So mean. It, it's a lot of fun. And then this very last weekend, mm-hmm. of course, was the San Gennaro Festival down in Georgetown. Okay, mm-hmm. We had Jerry Mascio on the show a couple weeks ago. We ran that program for everybody a couple weeks. Now, here was a fantastic festival I was out of town all weekend with gigs on the right. road. I couldn't get to it, but I don't know if you got to it or no. But I had a lot of people who went, and they said it was just fantastic. Was they had a, first time this year. I missed it. Yeah, really. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They had Ray Massa playing. They had uh, Robbie uh, Santini from um, um, from Italy, and they had this uh, Graziana, the lady uh-huh. from New York, who I hear was really fantastic. Really? I hear she was like one of the highlights of the whole festival. Huh. Yeah. So. Uh, 
All right, folks, we're going to be right back after this short commercial break. Don't go away here because my favorite part of the program is coming up when Marcia feeds us. All right. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas. And we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Yo, David, you look 10 years younger. What happened? Yeah, I just came from Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. She specializes in hair growth. Wow. Yeah, she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy. Based on the same stuff the astronauts use to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. Yes, on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpotAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausage to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Isernio Sausage. Visit Isernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same cheers 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Find out the latest about your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Check out 1150KKNW.com. All right, folks, we're back here with the West Coast Italian Radio, the Italian Radio Show. And uh, this next segment, of course, is our uh, my favorite segment, our food and beverage segment brought to you by Tito's Vodka. We love Tito's ah. Vodka. In fact, they got a good Italian boy who uh, you know runs the local uh, company up here in the Northwest, Joey DeMarco. I got to get Joey on the show here, hopefully, uh, maybe even next week. We'll see if we can get him to come down. And uh, I'm hoping that they're going to join us at Festa. They do a lot for our veterans and a lot we do with them with the Stella Foundation throughout the year. Appreciate them very much. And they bring us our food segment, food and beverage. Today we're having food. And Marcia is making us carpaccio. So tell us, uh, Marcia, what is carpaccio? Tell us a little bit about this. Okay, I find out about this. Well, let me explain this. It's really simple. It's a summer um, meal. You use like a, you can use like an appetizer. You can use like a second. Thank you, Tony. And uh, it's really good. It's raw meat. Raw and meat. Okay. Raw meat. That's how you do. It. You what have type to, of meat? Well, it's beef. Beef. And okay. it's how you slice it with. I went today to the butcher, and I'm not really happy because I was arguing with him because I, I want it thinner. You have yeah, to know yeah, how to yeah. cut it. Real and you, uh, Almost like prosciutto. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you uh, cut it like cross the grain kind of type completely. You know. Yeah. So I was arguing like, oh, we can do thinner than that. But anyway, have to be thinner because what you do, how you cook it, is we use a lemon. That's how you do it. It has to be super, super fresh mm-hmm. because in a moment mm-hmm. you cannot have it for days. And really simple, you can do a plain that you put the lemon on, some oil, salt, pepper, that's it. Or mm-hmm. you can do with some idea, like people use capers, they use the parmesan on top or the rucola. They change it some things differently. So gotcha, it's your gotcha. 
how you prefer. You can change. You can add whatever you want. It's really simple like that. So you slice it thin, mm-hmm. and then you put. Uh, looks like you have. Uh, you have arugula, you have uh, lemon, you put lemon on it. Lots of lemon because yeah, the yeah. lemon is the one like it killed the bacteria. Right, right. That's yeah. what you need to use. Salt, it's like salt, parsley, right. You some can use pepper parsley and caper too. and then Parmesan cheese That's on top. Right? And you keep it in the fridge or you can eat it right away. I don't like to eat it right away. I would like to set it on the fridge kind of with a lemon. Marinate. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No overdo. You can do it. It will turn brown after time because the lemon starts cooking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, don't keep it for the next day. No, this, this is like uh, sushi kind of type. You right, don't you eat, eat it. it. You gotta you eat, eat it when you it, make it. Seem, exactly. So I found out the story about this, the carpaccio. You know who invented? Who? It was in Venice. Venice. Okay. I, I don't know. All right. All right. So I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. So anyway, and the guy. But then he invented I something. I just course. like it to throw it right there. <laughs> but anyway, the guy, the guy name it was Giuseppe Cipriani. Okay. Now, people complain about it. It was his son that he did it, or it was the father, the article. All that right, not sure. Right. I complain about that. Okay. About that. It was 1950, okay. and him, this guy, was the founder of the famous uh, Harry Bar in Venice. Is Harry that, Bar in Venice. You never Venice. heard that? I have not been to the Harry Bar in Venice, but it's I got to go. Listen, it's a legendary. <laughs> so it's a bar in Venice, yeah, I'm going. It's really legendary. <laughs> have a little Tito's. Exactly. Probably yeah. do, because it is a legendary for 1930. They used to have like a, the, the best, what it, it come out, the Bellini cocktail, yeah, yeah. where a lot of famous people were going there. It's really one of the top. Wow. So he was that. He started to make the, the um, Carpaccio is the name of a famous artist in uh, from Venice. Okay. The, his name was, uh, I don't remember his name, but I know his last name is Carpaccio. Carpaccio okay, he was okay. a famous artist. So that's how he invented the carpaccio. He started with this. And he started to use fish because if you know you go in Venice, right, you can have right, raw yeah, fish. Yeah. And yeah. They I, I've the had lemon. The, I've had the carpaccio in Venice with actually the right. fish, but never with beef. Yes. Yeah. The, you can do it with veal. You can do it with yeah, anything. Yeah. You can make, like I said, lemon, vinegar, they're the two things you use. All right. So, so let's have some of this. Okay. Let me. And while you're getting that served up, we're going to talk about our right. Italian phrases of the day that okay. were prepared here by. Um, by Marzia for us, okay. Um, if you're, you know, th- this has to do if you're traveling in Italy, and you have an emergency, okay. You know, wh- what do you do? Who do you call? What do you say? Okay. Right. So first of all, they got different numbers in Italy, okay. In Italy, for the emergency, you dial one one two, okay. It's like I don't know where they get when under twelve. Well, yeah. It's like an, we have like one under twelve. You like nine one one. All right. All right. All we right. don't have 911. Fred, why are you laughing? It's a I'm good just, number. You know, <laughs> that's, you know, and then, however, if you want to stay police. You know what? I laughed when I heard 911. You die 113. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a different number. If you want firefighters, you dial 115. By the way. What happened to four? Exactly. What happened to 114? This is extra, but they have the two. But that is extra. <laughs> the fast way I'm I recommend. I'm just curious. Where's 114 in this whole thing? The fast way, listen up. Just call when under 12. They speak English too and German, all different language. And okay. you can say what you want. They will help you. Don't have to call when under 13 for fire department. Italian, do that. But if you're foreign, you'll be fine when we went under 12. All Remember right. I so said. now, you first thing, you know, uh, if they're going to ask you like they do here. They're going to ask you, what is your emergency? So you have to be prepared to know this phrase, okay? So there you go. You gotta read that for us. Qual è la tua emergenza? Qual è la tua emergenza? Mm-hmm. Okay, what's your emergency? That's right. Or they'll ask you, what happened? 
Cosa è successo? Cosa è successo? That makes a lot of sense, mm-hmm. okay? They'll ask you, can you give me the address? Puoi darmi l'indirizzo e le coordinate? That's either, can you give me the address or the coordinates, okay? Mm-hmm. Puoi darmi l'indirizzo o le coordinate, okay? Coordinate. Of course, mm-hmm. help. Uh, aiuto. People, aiuto, okay. Call the police. Chiama la polizia. Chiama Make sure we don't say polizia. polizia, we say polizia. Because polizia is the lady for cleaning, okay? <laughs> Call the cleaners, yeah. So we need the cleaners. Make sure you say, po, with the oh, polizia. I guess that depends on the nature of the emergency, right? Okay. <laughs> They'll be laughing on you, so. And of course, this is a very, very good one because after uh-huh. all, they tell this to you. Probably this the is, first thing you're going to ask you. This is the one you want to learn because this is all the stuff so far they're going to say to you. Uh. So you want to learn to say, is there anyone here who speaks English? C'è qualcuno qui che parla inglese. C'è qualcuno qui che parla inglese. Mm-hmm. Got to remember that Easy. one. There sure. you go. Easy. No no problem whatsoever. Hey, All right. So I give, give things I give, can learn. Give Fred some of this first, and we'll give some of this okay. to Eric. And uh, right. let's see what you here. I'm going to give Eric this one here. Here you go, Eric. Okay. You try this one over here. Carpaccio. Give that one to Fred. Thank you. You're okay. welcome. So we're trying our carpaccio, which is our... Um, our raw beef with right. uh, uh, very thinly sliced. Yes, uh, with to be thin on the deal. So it's lemon juice, chewing. salt, pepper, parsley, capers, um, arugula, and uh, we'll see how it all is here. Okay, all right. And this one is mine. All right, so here we go. I'm going to try this one out right now. So, like I say, if it's sliced thinner, it's easier to chew. If it's a little bit thicker, then you have to. Be that like a gum. Very good. Yeah, very good. But you, like I say, if you make it thinner, it's so comfortable. Yeah. I love the thinner cut. So find a good butcher, guys. That's what I recommend. A good so butcher. So I can see where the thinner, I mean, it, the, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's not real thick even as it is. No, it's pretty thin. But like I say, it has to look like you, you say. Want almost like paper thin. Yes. Like prosciutto. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. Thin, yeah. That'd yeah. be perfect. That's pretty good. It's That's good. Pretty, yeah, really it's good. It's summer. You can use that a lot. I remember mom used to make all the time. So um, use this like as an appetizer and stuff like you that. You can use it like an appetizer for people, make mm-hmm. a smaller bite, or you can leave it long, or you can use it like a second too. But primarily second in dish. the summertime, huh? So because it's a cold dish, you keep it in the fridge. You don't eat something cold in the winter; it's really rare. But summertime, this is perfect. So now, Eric, we're going to skip ahead here. Mm-hmm. I'd like you to pull up our song of the week by Tony and the Goombas, which we have actually um, scheduled for later in the show. Okay, but I want to do this kind of as a way to. Uh, bring about our next segment. Just going to introduce our guest here. So you know, mm-hmm. I when when I finished uh, my uh, opera career, um, I was touring on Broadway doing the Mario Alonzo show back in the nineties. Wound up in Las Vegas. We played a couple of shows at the Sa- uh, not the Sands at the uh, uh, Sahara. We played a couple of shows at the Flamingo, um, and then I got this concept for doing the you know the Sinatra tribute down there. So. Was very successful. Many, many, many years we did the Frank Sinatra tribute. I still, once in a while, will uh, do it somewhere, you know. Um, and so here's a little bit of our tribute to Frank Sinatra, uh, one of his best songs, in my opinion, of all time. I've Got You Under My Skin was in a bunch of different movies and stuff. Uh, Tony and the Goombas, our song of the week. Under my skin. 
Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got it passed on our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Vodka.com. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Hey, David, where are you off to? I'm on my way to Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. Wow. She's the hairdresser of the stars. They all love her. Really? She's fantastic. A full-service spa and salon with all the amenities from cuts and award-winning color to nails, lashes, Botox, even Reiki. So why do you go there? Uh, she's going to make me look like Elvis. Mickey's Hair Salon on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp? That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. We are back here. Uh, you know, I, uh, I'm very, very honored to have this next guest with us because, of course, you know, being an Italian-American kid growing up back east, I remember walking down the street of my neighborhood. I was about five, six years old, you know, and it, you hear this music coming about. We're, everybody was poor in my neighborhood. No one had air conditioning. So the summertime, we always had all the windows open, right? right? You walk down the street, you hear, you know, Frank there, and you hear Dino here, like the Holy Trinity, you know, Frank, Dino, Tony, you know, these the music coming out of the buildings and uh I just remember uh, from a very early time in life, my mother was such a Frank Sinatra fan that, you know, just really learning about all the music. And so it's just uh, absolutely wonderful to have Fred Ratke here, who is the leader of the Harry James Band. You played, uh, I knew your first trumpet for Harry James for quite a few yep. years there, and yep. and you played for Frank. So, you know, how did all that get started, Fred? Well, you know, I, Harry James's association with Frank, uh, goes back to 1939 when Harry was looking for a, a uh, he had his own band at that time. He had left Benny Goodman where he was a star in his own right. And uh, 
And he heard a guy on the radio, and he took Connie Haynes, another well-known singer that was with Harry, and uh, they went across the river and uh, went to the Rustic Cabin in Jersey. They heard this young guy. And, he was uh, Frank was a busboy, wasn't yeah, he? So, yeah, and, yeah. and, and so, of course, Harry walked in with his entourage, and they said, Excuse me. He said, uh, uh, Mr. James, what brings you here? And he says, well, I want to talk to your singer I heard on the radio. He said, well, we don't have a singer. This guy's just kind of a waiter, and we'd let him <laughs> sing a few tunes. And he's not very good looking. So Harry meets him, and he says, uh, he says I'd like to offer you a job. And, uh, and he says, but, uh, you know, I like how you sing, kid. But, you know, uh, there's one thing that we got to do. He says, I'll offer you $60 a week, six-month contract, and uh, but I have to change your name because, uh, you know, nobody's ever going to remember the name Sinatra. I mean, it's got to be changed. Right. <laughs> right. So oh. Frank's told him. He said, well, I'll tell you what, Mr. James. Uh, you have yourself a singer if I keep my name. If you try to change my name, you don't have a singer. So Ooh. Frank and Harry recorded, and Connie Haynes was also there at that time. And Harry was famous for changing people's names so it looked good on the marquee, like yeah, Dick yeah. Hames, Dick Hames and Harry James, right, Connie yeah. Haynes, you know. Yeah, and yeah. he wanted to change Frank, but he wouldn't. <laughs> but then that's that was their affiliation, and they were very close. And when I was with Harry in Vegas in, in the, the late 60s and early 70s and back and forth the band a few times, whenever we were in Vegas with Phil Harris, you know, Frank would, if he was in town, he'd come by and say hello to he called him the boss, <laughs> and and uh, and when he left Harry after about I think maybe two months or something to go with Tommy Dorsey because Tommy Dorsey was working more than Harry James at that time, and uh, he asked Harry if he could get out of his contract, and he says, "You go for it, kid." And Harry had that contract hanging in the office of the Harry James Orchestra for <laughs> wow. years in L.A. Wow. And and Frank used to say, boss, you got me for another three and a half months at 60 bucks. <laughs> you tell me when to be there, and I'll be there. It was That's really, really cool. it was very, very, very cute. They were great friends, and and uh, uh, Frank had admired Harry, and, of course, Harry admired Frank. But uh, it was, it was kind of neat to see them around, you know. And, uh, you know, some nights, you know, you had yeah, you know how it was. You were in Vegas. In oh, yeah, days. yeah, yeah. You know, you'd be doing a late show, and Phil Harris and Harry would be sitting on the edge of the stage talking to people in lines like this. And Harry, uh, uh, you know, uh, what's your favorite drink? And Harry would say, the next one. You know, things like that. You know? <laughs> do, you use mar do you use olives in your martini? No. Why? Because it takes up too much room. No, that kind <laughs> yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And so it would be nothing to have them talking to the audience. Right. Then all of a sudden, in walks Merv Griffin, in walks mm. Dean Martin, in walks whoever was in town. And they'd all come by to see Phil and Harry. <laughs> and one night, I'm telling you, man, everybody showed up. And there was like eight or nine guys on the stage. And those people that were sitting there seeing that last show got their money's worth, let me tell you. I'll bet. It was a pretty fantastic time. Vegas was... That was the real golden yeah. age of Vegas. I mean, don't get me wrong. They got a lot of That's razzle dazzle down there now. But, you know, that was the time when they had real talent, real entertainment. They didn't have to rely on all the special effects like they do now, you know? Right. Yeah, and, and it, 
you know, there's so much that's pre-recorded now. In those mm. days, you couldn't do that. Yeah. You had yeah. live bands. In Vegas in those days, there was probably 100 trumpet players' jobs in Vegas, you know. So tell us, how, how did you happen to take over the Harry James Orchestra? I mean, how did that come about? Well, when Harry passed away in 1981, 82, somewhere in there, and... Uh, I was asked to take the band at that time. I didn't like uh, the deal that was offered to me. And so finally, uh, on the 50th anniversary of Harry James, Columbia artist Joe Graydon uh, put together a 50th anniversary of Harry James, and they asked me if I would take the band, and the estate okayed it, and I've had the band ever since 1989 pretty much. band is still very active. Uh, we're doing a tour in the Midwest uh, You know, right after the first year. We go to Florida That's in great. January. And, uh, you know, it's uh, there's a few of us still out there. You That's know, fantastic. They're, they're trying to keep this great American, you know, heritage alive. And uh, and you uh, you actually were the trumpet player under Harry, so you played a number of shows. You said you played with Frank a few oh, times. Well, right? I, I did one night with Frank Sinatra. You did it one night with the band. That's the only time in the course. You know, I I worked a lot with Frank Jr. I yeah, Frank yeah, Jr., yeah. which he did a lot of his father's music. But... Uh, uh, you know, a lot of my buddies, a couple of my friends were with Frank Sinatra as a lead trumpet player and so on. And I hear and that, uh, that all these guys, Frank, Dean, Harry, they all had just a huge amount of respect for musicians. They, you oh, know. absolutely. They, Frank Sinatra had great respect for musicians. So did Harry, you know. Uh, Harry liked people that had a great attitude and yeah, wanted yeah. to be there. Guys that were could be a great player and have a lousy attitude. Mm. He, you know, like Joe Bushkin, the famous jazz pianist, used to say, you remember, bad guys fire themselves. You yeah, know? yeah. And they do. And the band was an all-star band. You had Corky Corcoran, Red Kelly, Jack Percival, the great Sonny Payne. And talking about Sinatra, one of the greatest jazz big band records ever made, as far as I'm concerned, is Count Basie and Frank Sinatra live at the Sands. Oh, that is, that, to me, That's that is the epitome the, of absolutely. the live recordings. There's yeah. been, you know, I mean, there maybe is one other record that I would put up there, which might be the, the Eagles' um, Hell Freezes Over album. But with the exception of that one, there is no al- live album I've ever heard that um, even comes close That's to that right. Sinatra at the stand at the Sands. Well, you know, you know like Sonny Payne was the drummer with Basie, and Sinatra stole him from Basie, uh-huh. and then Harry stole, sold him from Sinatra. <laughs> it was kind of funny in those days. Guys used to steal musicians, you know. Exactly, but you know the still band happens now. Trust me, <laughs> you know. At yeah, and you know we. The band's working. We're very fortunate. And when I can afford my wife, Gina Funish, she appears with <laughs> That's us. That's right. That's Which fantastic. will be, uh, we're going to do one concert in the area next April up in Everett, the Performing Arts Center. That's fantastic. And, uh, and speaking but, of which, let's hear a little bit of uh, Fred Radke's music here with the Harry James Orchestra. We kind of picked a mix here of some of your stuff, uh, as well as some of the original Sinatra stuff. So we have kind of an overall view that people can get a listen of here. Fred Radke, you are a wild man. That is some just amazing playing. That Thank is you. some amazing Thank playing. You. I mean, you know, I get the, the you have a style. I, I always look for a tribal player who can play like that. And it's hard to find guys like that. And I mean, he started, you know, I was reading here when he was seven years old. Seven yeah. years old. Wow. At 15, wow. he was already in a performing in the 
really organized, uh, like uh, orchestra, everything, right? No, I started playing when I was seven because and? I saw Harry James on television and I decided that's <laughs> what? what I wanted to do. Yeah. Wow, that's fantastic. Oh. And you play at the Glenn Miller Orchestra. I mean, you hit the, right. the list goes on and on and on. I mean, yeah. it's a, um, you can write a book. So yeah. where can people, to mm. tell, tell us how we can tell our listeners where they can come hear your music, hear the band. Um, well, let's see. We're going to be, you know, the, we don't play much here in the co on the coast. Um, uh, we're going to be in Everett at the Everett Performing Arts Center in, in, uh, in April. Uh, for a matinee show and doing some other things down uh, in Oregon. But most of the time the band is on tour in, uh, you know, the Midwest, right, back East, right. Jersey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, New England and so on. And uh, uh, like we do Hills College every year in April and we do Cincinnati at the Music Hall, which is spectacular to play. And I'll that's, bet, that yeah. Is, that's yeah. one of the grand places to play. And... Uh, uh, you know, I'm involved at the University of Washington as as a, a lecturer of jazz studies and and so on. In fact, I've got to get to a rehearsal in about 45 minutes, and uh, mm. you know, uh, pretty much playing here in town. You know, for years we were at the Four Seasons Olympic Hotel. I remember that. I years, remember that. Know. Yeah, yeah. And of course, that is no longer. And so we very rarely play here in the city. Unfortunately, we're just out. So you have a website where people can go and keep, because we have listeners all over the country yeah, on the Yeah, it's internet. harryjamesband.com. Harryjamesband.com. Yeah. So make sure folks should go to that, and then as we get uh, closer to some of these tours and other things coming up, both locally and abroad, yeah. we get the schedule from Fred here. I'll make sure that we let people know in our calendar well, where nice they can come on and catch you. We're going to be right back after this short message from our sponsors. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Yo, David, you look 10 years younger. What happened? Yeah, I just came from Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. She specializes in hair growth. Wow. Yeah, she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy based on the same stuff the astronauts use to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. Yes, on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpotAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausage to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast is Cernio Sausage. Visit Cernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. We are back here at West Coast Italian Radio uh, with uh, Mr. Fred Ratke, and we've just had a wonderful visit with him, um, you know, 
one of the great trumpet players of our time. A guy has played with everybody from Sinatra on down, and he currently is the uh, conductor of the Harry James Orchestra touring all over the country. We're going to keep you posted as we go along here over the next year at places where these guys play because you got to check this out. This is the real deal. And, you know, mm-hmm. Fred, uh, as we were talking during the break, you just don't hear this type of stuff anymore. I mean, there's so much we get today that is um, canned music, you know, uh, which I have a real thing personally against. Um, You know, I mean, um, if you're going to go see live, I remember that I even had some issues on Broadway when, you know, back in the day when they started to usher in canned music and even pre-record some of the vocals, you know. It's the, what you do is the real deal. It's like what really was happening back in the day, you know. Well, it's it's a it's acoustical, you know. I mean, it's it's got to be, uh, you know. There's there's so many places we were talking about earlier, you know, that do click tape. Yeah, what yeah, call. yeah. And uh, a lot of times, performers aren't really performing live in big venues that they're all pre-recorded. Oh yeah, and they're yeah. Lip syncing. Um, I'm not, you know. I believe in live music. I do too. Me. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Uh, uh, you know, it's just. The the pre-recorded things they do a lot of that on cruise ships now where everything is click tape. Right, right. And so I know when you see the band, when you see the Harry James band, I mean, it's the. Yeah, I, you know, I and absolutely, and I, I agree with yeah. you. I mean, I remember that I went to it, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I love a lot of these uh, great rock and roll bands, including Steve Tyler and Aerosmith. Yeah, you, know, you think Everybody. he's a great artist. They're, they're all, they're but all I remember going to see. Aerosmith, when they played at the Tacoma Dome with a buddy of mine, I couldn't believe that after singing three hours, Steve Tyler, and I have almost perfect pitch because I've been a singer for so many years, he's hitting these high A flats above high C, and um, at the end of the song, Dream On is finale. I'm thinking to myself, wow, this guy is like 10, 15 years older than me. How is he hitting those notes? Right. My buddy turns next to me and says, he's not really hitting those notes. Because he knew the sound guy. So they have the, he's, he's singing along. He has a thing in his ear. He's singing along with this track. Whenever there's an, a note he can't hit, they just pull yeah. up the, the, the recording really? you know, a little bit. You know, So it's like, really? it kind of just you know, it kind of ruined it for me. I wish he never told me that. No. You know, cause, but yeah, so this is the real deal. I mean, it's like when I perform with Pavarotti. I mean, Pavarotti get out there every night and he would sing. And if you've seen the recent Pavarotti um, documentary that Ron oh, yes, Howard did, he did yeah. he, he, when they asked Pavarotti, he's, you know, he says, well, you know, how do you know you're going to get the note every night? And Pavarotti says, you, you don't. don't know. He says, that's <laughs> the beauty of our art. <laughs> you know I mean? right. So, you know, it's you walk the tightrope. You go for it and, you know. And that's how you see this true yeah, talent, yeah. you know, if they have it. I remember I hear some music, say, oh, it sounds so good. And then you go see, hear the concerts. Okay, it doesn't have voice. Where, where, how they did it. So exactly what he's saying. So I need to announce that this segment with Fred Radke mm. was brought to us by our sponsor, Mickey's Spa Salon down at the Tacoma Waterfront. Mickey's is a great place. I mean, if they can make me look good, they can make anybody look good. So you, you got to really get a miracle exactly here. miracle. <laughs> They're a miracle cure there, guys. Okay? So go on down and mm-hmm. check Mickey. Mickey, thank you very much for sponsoring our guest and artist of the week. Now, Fred, we're going to tell people a little bit about some of these great events. Italian events. You that we got, got going on here this month. This is kind of in 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 Seattle. In the actually, the whole Puget Sound area. September really is a, the Italian month. Okay, we just got done with Italy at the races last mm-hmm. weekend. We got done this, San this, this San Gennaro Festival this very past weekend. 
And now we got some other great events coming up this coming Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be over in uh, at the Chandler Reach Vineyards in Benton City. I've never been to Benton City. I hear it's somewhere uh, east of the mountains, so we're kind of in the wine country over there. We're doing a big Italian harvest party at the Chandler Reach Vineyards, which is going to be just a blast. We're going to play all kinds of Italian music. Everything from Sinatra to the Rolling Stones in Italian, right? Oh. Uh, the whole band's going to be there. You're going to get to taste all this great Italian wine, eat some great Italian food there. Tickets are only 65 bucks a piece. Can you believe that? I mean, for an evening that you're not going to forget, make sure you check this out. Go to the Chandler Reach Vineyards on their website and make sure you check out and get your ticket for the Harvest Party on September 14th. Uh. I like to say evening in Tuscany. Yeah, that's what they call it. An evening in Tuscany. There Mm -hmm. you are. And then, of course, we got all the big Festitaliana stuff going on this month, right? That's right. September 14th, we have the Italian Mass at the Mount Virgin uh, Catholic Church. That's always a really, really great Mass to go to. They have a nice reception after it, you know, to really hear the Mass and. And in Italian, which, you know, is uh, not really like hearing it in Latin. It's, you know, Italian is such a beautiful language. One of my very favorites comes up on the 20th. I sent you that, that thing. Are you going to go with me on the 20th? I'm thinking about it. It's a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, At the like... 20th, we have the Festa Luncheon at the Seattle Yacht Club. It's always a great time. They're very classy luncheon. They always give the Italian Man of the Year mm-hmm. Award, the Volunteer of the Year. And they always have a great speaker, typically someone from Italy. Last year, we had uh, Tony Ventrella, oh, actually, yeah. yes. uh, the sports announcer, a good friend of ours. And then the year before that, we had the guy who uh, was the head of the uh, one of the, w- w- the, the Maserati factory, I think, uh, there, you know, and he came and told us all about the new Maserati. They have one out in front. Maserati. Did, did we all, Talking about yeah, Maserati? Yeah, the car. Did he, okay. did he give you one as a gift? I tell you what, he didn't, I just wanted to take a ride in the one he yeah. had out in front of the yeah. place. And that they was hide it from him. You know? <laughs> And then a big one that we really want people mm-hmm. to know about, okay, the kicks off then the big Italian festival is at the end of this month, the last weekend of September, the 27th, 28th, 29th, right down at Seattle Center, okay? It kicks off on Friday night, September 27th, with a taste of Italy, okay? Mm-hmm. This, folks, is the food and wine event you of the year miss that one. if you live in the Puget Sound area. Let me tell you what. I mean, they must have 20 different vineyards there mm-hmm. with all the different wine, okay? And it's only like 30, 35 bucks a ticket. That's nothing to right. get it. And then they say they have light hors d'oeuvres. Have you ever yeah. been to an Italian party with it's light hors d'oeuvres? Try yeah. out. Instead, they got a room uh, <laughs> about the size of a football field filled with food, you know? So, I mean, you know, there's enough there to feed everybody in your family for a mm-hmm. month. Um, tickets, go online. You can get your tickets at Festa Italiana Seattle. Online for only twenty bucks, and uh, I'm sorry for thirty bucks, uh, and you know you get like your tastings, you get the food, you have a lot and then Danny Quintero is going to be there playing music, oh. dance music. Well, here's a great, here's a, n- another great kid, okay, Here, young guy who's keeping up all the great Rhythm. music of that era there. So uh, got to come out to that event, and they had limited seating. So once they sell two hundred tickets, that's done. So make sure you get your tickets ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we're going to be down there, me and Marzia, with the whole crew all weekend long at Festi Italiana. We're going to be with the WCIR booth right Come next to, to the stage. Us. We're going to be there with La Stella Foundation, raising right. money all weekend for the veterans. 
Um, and yeah, we're going to have lots of fun down there. We got like you can get your selfie at our booth with all these Italian costumes we have. Are you going to do the baby? We are. We're doing Festa Baby this year. I have different ones who have submitted, so mm-hmm. I have to we'll announce in a couple of weeks where winner's going to be. Um, we have the Grape Stomp. My wife is going to be running the Grape Stomp all weekend long. Oh, poor me. This is like the. <laughs> the best part of Fest is the grape stuff. It's just a blast. So, but you know, we're getting filled up. So make sure you go to Festi Italiana, get your tickets right away for now it. Now I know why she had beautiful legs. There you go. Exactly. You know? here, guys. And then, last but not least, Marcy and I will be hosting West Coast yep. Italian Radio, the all night, the all star Saturday night jam and dance at Festa Italiana. We'll have the Goombas, Goombas down there playing all of our favorite Italian stuff, and we're going to bring in all the headline artists from that weekend. Each are going to come mm-hmm. up, do a couple songs. Going to be a blast, good time. Busy, busy, busy. And all to raise money for veterans and other Drink causes. food and music. There what you else go. you can ask? So make sure, folks, you go to the Festa Seattle site and mm-hmm. learn about how you can get involved with these things. Fred, we are so honored to have you as our guest, and yes. we're looking forward to, you know, seeing your shows I, I would love to find a time to do some shows together if yeah, we can sure. find the be opportunity. A lot of great fun, man. And you're welcome here anytime. Thank you. you know? yeah, always a great so, pleasure to be here. Other than that, we'll meet up at Model Channels. We'll have a drink and some good Italian Absolutely. food. Absolutely. You, know? you got it. Marcia? I have to go to hear him one absolutely. time play trumpet. That's one thing that I want to do it before. you got to do that. one on my check. There yes. you go, absolutely. Well, folks, so, we are so glad you tuned in today. We'll be back next week. The next two shows are going to be all about Festi Italiana. Next week right. we have Dennis Calderola on, uh, and we have, I think, uh, some special liquors we're going to be tasting from those oh, Italian liquors in the beer gardens. Uh-huh. The following week we have Marty and the Celebrity Chefs with Montalcino here. So you don't want to miss these shows. You can yep. hear us 24-7 online at WCIR.biz. God bless you, and we'll be talking to you again next Monday. Ciao a tutti.